Welcome to The Sip List, the podcast where we drink wine and count down our top five favorites of all the things, including movies, music, TV shows, books, and more. The Sip List does not claim ownership of any clips used in this episode, as any film, TV, or sound clips are owned by the original copyright holders. Additionally, this podcast does contain spoilers, so please be aware. This show does also contain explicit content, so please keep that in mind as you are playing it wherever you are, work, car, etc. Thank you and enjoy the episode. always happens see like right when I start to record I'm like oh I hit the wrong button or I have to cough or sneeze or laugh I don't know um, right. anyway <laughs> this is the sip list welcome back people I'm Amanda and this is the podcast where we drink wine or whatever and count down our top five favorites of all the things and today I have a new person yay I'm so excited um we have Zach from the better left unsaid podcast hi Zach hi Amanda How's it going? It is going pretty well. I am glad it's Thursday. I am glad I am off work. I'm glad to be here with you drinking wine. <laughs> I'm glad you're here too. Do you have to work tomorrow? Yes. Yeah, yeah. me too, but eh, who cares? Um, oh my God, what was I going to say? Oh, so we're only like four hours apart from each other. I think you might be the That's closest true. person I've ever recorded with, so... Well, other than Jen, who's in Oklahoma City, but we know each other outside the podcast world, so right, that's well, a little different. I think I just really got started doing podcasting, or I mean, I've been doing podcasting, but as far as like branching out, like Twitter and right, joining the community, which is super supportive. It's f- I know, right? It's amazingly supportive. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, the twi- Twitter podcast community is so freaking supportive, like. I I'm happy about it. I still kind of sometimes I'm like okay. waiting for the other shoe to drop, but so far it's all been, you know, roses and fun and drunken shenanigans with a lot of people. So right, and I know I've been reaching out for guests and being on guests on other things, which has been definitely a new experience for me, and I'm kind of loving it. <laughs> Yay! Well, I'm glad you're here. And <clears throat> dang it, excuse me, I usually mute, but it was like too fast. Um, so I listened to your most recent episode and I was just like the discussion you guys were having. I was like talking back to you guys. I would have loved to have been part of that conversation. So it was really like, I really enjoyed it. So if you ever need a guest. Thank you so much. And I I think. I know who to ask. We know it's tough being a blue fish in a red sea, but I don't think Texas is, is as much of a red sea anymore. I think we're maybe making progress. So we'll see, but. I'm right there with you. Not, you know, you you definitely have a few more hurdles than I do, but I think both of our uh, ways of life or identities, things that involve us are under attack in this state. So I, 
Yeah. That place sucks. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm not from here. I can say that. <laughs> I was born and raised here, and trust me, it still sucks. It's, yeah. It's kind of always, it's kind of always been there. Um, I think it's just sucked the more I've known that it sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to vote come yep. November and it's all you can do. I'm going to do my part. Yeah. I mean, I've been very vocal on my podcast about it and in my blog. So if, you know, people are already following me and they don't know that I'm a liberal, <laughs> I guess I am <laughs> like, they make it sound like such a dirty word. And I actually used to be very middle of the line. Like mm-hmm. I could, I I was a debater in high school, so I kind of like my brain's trained, I know, nerd alert, Um, but my brain's trained to kind of see both sides of stuff, but damn, shit has just gotten, I don't know if it's gotten worse or more people have come out of the woodwork, but I feel like, well, no, it has gotten worse. So I'm like, okay, well, if being a liberal means I believe X, Y, and Z, then I guess call me one because, you know, human rights and all that shit. (laughs) I was actually talking uh, to the host of Meat for Tea, which is a literary podcast out of uh, Massachusetts. Mm. And uh, they do literary reviews. And I was talking to the host and she was like, you know, I don't understand how all these bad people stay in power and all the good people, you know, die or, you know, end up, you know, crazy stuff happens. And I'm just like, here's the thing. As sad as it is to say, I am glad I am on the side of the people who fight without being awful and terrible and mean and nasty and, and like hateful. Mm-mm. Right. And I definitely try my best not to do that. I will say I have, I have said some things about Donald Trump that are probably regrettable, but I honestly don't take them back. So it's just, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Anyway, we don't have to get into all that, but I did really enjoy that. I loved y'all's discussion. And I'm sorry, did you introduce who you were talking to? Because I swear I never heard his name. I thought I did. I hope I did. Okay. Um, I probably is... just missed it. But anyway. Well, for anyone who ends up finding it, his name is Sam. Uh, okay. He's fantastic dude. Kudos to you and Sam. That was a really good episode. It was very insightful. You guys were very eloquent and the way I wish all people could talk about politics, because I try to be like that too, you know, politics and religion, something... they're hot button issues, but you know, right. we have to talk about it. So striving to find a middle ground or at least be able to say things without getting mean and nasty. That's yeah. And this is a, I mean, it's, it's not a secret to him, so I can say it, but you know, the 2016 election, my husband and I have been married for three years and it was just a whole new dynamic for us because it was like things were coming out that we had never really talked about before. And he's an incredible person. He's just kind of one of those people that's like, I don't really care what you do as long as it doesn't affect me. So he cares about his family. Like he wants to make sure we're okay. He wants to make sure that we're stable. He works really, really hard. Like he's very determined. So it's like for, he doesn't understand why I get involved in certain things. Cause he's like, why do you care about that? Or you're just one person, you can't change anything. And it's like, he's not saying that from a place of hate. And at first it was hard for me to understand that. I'm like, how can you not care about that? But I I think for his side is he doesn't like to see me get upset, but you know, there are some people that don't have the luxury of getting upset or not getting upset. They're just upset because their way of life is being infringed on. Like you have to care about that. So Right. There are some things worth being upset over. Agreed. 
Anyway, I'm not trying to describe your whole show for you. I was just, I really appreciated <laughs> that episode. I liked it a lot. So why don't you tell the people what your show's about? Right. Um, well, Better Left Unsaid, I originally started it uh, mainly with embarrassing stories and we sort of kept that aspect of it. Um, but it is a show that aims at breaking down barriers um, through common experiences, oftentimes embarrassing experiences. The best and ones. opening, <laughs> right, right. We've all done it. Yeah. We have all done it. Yeah. Um, no matter what it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> We've all done embarrassing shit. Me, a lot. Right. <laughs> um, and it's breaking down barriers uh, to talk about harder social issues and harder mm-hmm. topics and sometimes the topics aren't necessarily political or religion or anything like that sometimes they're just kind of weird and fun and goofy and that's what okay. I'm here for I love it so yeah definitely put me on your list of people to talk to about random shit because that's all I like to do <laughs> I'm writing it down now <laughs> I started my podcast during COVID because I just you know miss talking to people and then I've met so many people that I've like developed real relationships with that I've never met in real life, which is so weird, you know, but it's, it's kind of like, I guess, having a pen pal, but in, you know, um, right. Video or whatever. I actually made a friend on Twitter several years ago, literally only through tweeting about the movie Halloween. And he and I have never met in real life, but we both had a love. So like, if you watch AMC Fairfest they always show like, you know, Halloween and people will get on Twitter and yeah. just tweet about it. You can just follow the hashtag and everybody talks to each other. And this guy's incredible. He's like a great friend of mine. And, and at first my husband was like, um, what? And I'm like, he's gay. It's all right. <laughs> like it's, it's okay. We can be friends. And even if he wasn't, we could still be friends, but yeah, he's like, and now he, we just talk about like, we've gotten to know each other over all kinds of stuff. And it's like, you know, someday I want to meet you in real life, but it's kind of cool just to, you know, especially at the podcast, you meet people that have similar interests. So it's really cool. I think, I think I, I agree. I think, I think that's sort of the best part. And I think realizing that there are a lot more people with a lot more common interests than mm-hmm. we would ever imagine out in the world. It is yeah. a very, very big world. It really is. I know. I'm like, yay. It's exciting. So I am here for it. Okay, well, we will, at the end, I'll let you, like, tell everybody where to find you and all that good stuff. Um, sure thing. What are you sipping on tonight? Right now, I am sipping on, I'm going to read it. <laughs> it's uh, Big Six, uh, Whiskey Bourbon Barrel. Ooh, um, those are good. Zinfandel. Okay. I haven't heard of that brand. Is it local or? Is it just... I, no, well, it's I mean. A... It We're pretty California. much local to each other. Okay. All right. I just haven't seen that one. <laughs> I was looking for a local wine, but none of them stuck out to me. And I am a heavy drinker of whiskey. So whiskey and wine. There we go. Yeah, there you go. The first time I had one of the whiskey or bourbon barrel ones, I didn't, I was like, because I'm not a whiskey person. It's not my mm. jam. Um, and I was like, yeah, yeah. And then I got used to it and it was like really good. So that's kind of a cool right. thing that they do. Well, I might have to check that one out. I'm going to write that one down, actually. I'm always looking for new wines and new companies to sponsor me. Hint, hint, wink, wink. <laughs> um, I'm drinking another one of our semi-expensive. And when I say semi, I mean, it's like $40. That's a lot. Um, but we got a discount on it. 
Um, it's more deep, than I spent. So well, we I normally don't, but it's what we have in the house. <laughs> we went to Kroger around Christmas time and they were doing a 25% off wine sale. And then do you, do you guys have Kroger down there? Or do you just have oh, like yeah. H-E-B or, okay. So Kroger, you know, H-E-B, all that jazz. We don't have an H-E-B, but um, oh. if you buy six bottles of wine, you get an extra 10% off. So they also applied that on top of the 25%. So we bought like, I don't know, three cases of wine at Christmas oh. time because <laughs> I'm going to drink it. And it was like 35% off. Like, you know, you have to, but now we're, right. we're getting down to the, um, so I'm drinking decoy and it's like a, it's like an offshoot of Duckhorn. So Duckhorn's like a big fancy winery in California, which we went to. It's gorgeous. Um, and it's a little more expensive and decoy is like their kind of cheaper brand. But it's still cute. It has a little duck on it and it's adorable. And I'm drinking the Pinot Noir because I just felt like singing Pinot Noir again. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to drink that every time because people get annoyed at me singing that song. So, you know good one do you know that I one can't i can't imagine and i actually don't okay i will have to send it to you it's from Please unbreakable do. kimmy schmidt oh i probably should know it because i've watched that entire show i just it's the song why. that titus sings and it's really about his penis but it's about pinot noir but oh. <laughs> he makes the whole video <laughs> all right anyway i i like it um okay I've had a couple of glasses of wine tonight, so I'm just like, woo. All right. I am I am catching up. I'm trying to I'm trying to drink this one. It tastes hey, actually you do really whatever good. You so do. there we go. Okay. It's very good. smoky. Uh-huh. Those are. I like that. This one's very it's grapey, but smooth. So it's not like tart. Mm. It's really smooth. Um nice. I tend to like darker reds, is kind of what I've over the years gotten used to, like Malbets and Shiraz and cabs even, but this right. is actually pretty good. For I think more recently uh gotten into drinking reds like before yeah early it's 20s college kids. Right. It is. Um it was a lot of mus uh Moscato uh yes, in my in my too. early 20s. Um but now I am actually really enjoying uh more red wines. I learned to drink it like through food pairings because I only mm. drink white before and it was always like Moscato or Riesling and now I can barely drink those but it's too sweet <laughs> yeah it's really sweet um and I used to mix my uh Riesling with Sprite <laughs> that's a way too sweet but if you pair reds with the right food and all that stuff it's it's pretty good I need to get started on that more because I love to cook. I am, I am, <gasps> Me too. I, I can cook like no other, um, but we don't typically pair wine with uh, my cooking, which we probably should. You should. Yeah. Just a, that extra touch. Yeah. White goes well with like pasta and fish. Red goes mm-hmm. well with like red meat, but you, I don't know. I, I drink red with almost everything, but I do like a good Sauvignon Blanc with like a, an Alfredo. So. right yeah you'll that have to really good. do that <laughs> okay well we're gonna do some sip libs and then uh i guess i should tell people we do have a top five <laughs> um we're gonna be counting our top five favorite movies about pets so i'm excited about this i love animals and i love my fur babies and i love movies about fur babies 
So. I mean, I have mine next to me, so. I know. I, so I love puppies. I love puppies. Cats are an acquired taste, but I, I love my puppies. Yeah. Well, I got stuck with my cat by accident because um, I was not a cat person, but it was kind of like, okay, if you don't take her, we're taking her to the shelter. And I was like, well, she's really cute. I guess I'll take her. <laughs> and now, unfortunately, she is she has cancer and is on her way to the rainbow bridge but until then she's going to live her best life so she's a sweet kitty um but yeah i love my dog and they're just i don't know i feel like there's no uh, there's no kind of love more unconditional than that of a pet because it's right. like as long as you feed them and take care of them like they're there for you they don't care if you you know yell at them even if even if you don't mean it you know and you you know I still apologize to my dog when I yell at him I'm like I'm so sorry I think the the cutest part is they will apologize to us too mm-hmm. like if they know they've done bad and and we have mm-hmm. to raise our voices at them they'll like come back a little bit like I feel like mm-hmm. I'm sorry do you still love me and I'm just like of course how could I not yeah, I, yeah I just, how can you not stop eating my stuff (laughs) it's so much easier to forgive my dog than it is my husband damn (laughs) anytime he hears me say the words oh I love you so much he's like you're talking to the dog aren't you yeah (laughs) (laughs) like he knows I'm talking to the dog somebody asked me that at work the other day do you just randomly tell your husband you love him I was like no but I say it to my dog like five times a day (laughs) probably wrong isn't it yeah I don't know um I don't know how long you and your partner have been together, but we've been together for almost 17 years. And so it's like, you know, obviously I love him, but it's, not, it's you know, when you see your dog, you're just like, oh my God, I love you so much. I mean, it's the face. You just want to yeah. squeeze it and smush it and love yeah. it. There you go. Yes, at a certain exactly. point, at a certain point, I'm sure my partner's face, I probably won't want to squeeze and smush and love as much, but yeah. I will still, still always. appreciate it. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's a handsome guy, so there we go. Ooh, okay. I might need to see a photo. You're a pretty handsome guy, so look at you guys go with your I with try. your doggies and your handsomeness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sip lips. So you know how this works. Um, mm-hmm. The one I have found, where did it go? It is called an animal and his owner. Now, the first entry is an adjective, so I am going to go ahead and fill it in with certifiably fuckable. Do you know about this? Okay. It's a tradition on the SIP list. Um, it's our most coveted adjective. So it has to be in every SIP list. All right. So it's we're coming. Get weird real quick. Yeah. We're coming out of the gate with certifiably fuckable. So I'm going to let you start. Uh, the next one is an animal. Um, dog. Okay. Yeah. Adjective. Let's say furry. A name. Nimbus. Is that your dog's name? That's my partner's dog's name. Okay. Adjective. Let's say filthy. I love that word. <laughs> okay, another adjective. Um radiant. Ooh. This one has a lot of adjectives. There's like five in a row. Okay. Adjective, um, salty. Okay, adjective for you. Um, 
bloated. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not pleasant. Okay, verb ending in ed. I'm just going to go ahead and say fucked. It's the easiest one. All right. Verb ending in ed for you. Sucked. Also an easy one. Okay. A noun. Let's see. Bone. Talk about dogs. Okay, verb. Ride. Okay. And a famous person. Let's say Johnny Depp, since I've been watching him on TV all day. <laughs> I literally was thinking that exact same thing. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. An animal and his owner. Once there was a certifiably fuckable dog and his furry owner, Nimbus. The owner, Nimbus, thought his dog was very filthy. The dog disagreed. The dog thought he was very radiant and salty bloated. Oh, the dog oh. fucked the owner. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, at least it wasn't the other way around, but still. Okay. The dog fucked the owner. The owner had no idea the dog could speak. The owner sucked out of his bone in amazement. Okay. Yeah, I can ride, said the dog. Yeah, said the owner. You ride just like Johnny Depp. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I this hope is... not. That guy is filthy. <laughs> that went. That went. <laughs> that, that was weird. Wow. <laughs> that was a roller coaster. Woo. Okay. Um, uh, we at the simplest do not condone dogs fucking their owners. Let me just put that out there. Yeah, I always have to give some kind of disclaimer. I typically, uh, bestiality is better left unsaid. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do an episode about that. <laughs> <laughs> or do. I mean, I don't know. I think we have I, I try not to some weird stuff, but not that specifically. I try not to yuck anyone's yum, but that one might be a little too much for me. I mean, at least the dog took the initiative. That's probably usually not the case. That's all I can say. All right. I mean, that dog was ready. Riding like Johnny Depp. <laughs> uh. Woo! All right. The Simplest is a proud member of the Nerd House Entertainment Network. There are many shows there to enjoy. Go check out Moral Combat, where they argue and the audience votes about all kinds of things. Flops, where they discuss laws that make no effing sense. Tangents with Spencer Sellins, where, you guessed it, they go off on tangents. And Mid-Tier Entertainment with Rook and Wild 7, playing games and just doing fun stuff. You can find all the shows on the network at nerdhouseentertainment.com. Let's move on to our top five movies about pets. So, this is our first time talking to each other, like real-time talking. Um, mm -hmm. So, we don't know each other very well. But if you had to make a guess... How many of the five do you think we'll have in common? I feel like at least two. Okay. I think one. Only because there's a lot of obvious ones that I kind of steered away from just to change it up a little bit. My list is so long. And then some of them may not even be considered like full-on pet movies. So I don't, it'll, it'll be interesting. Right. Um, but I'm going to say one for sure. Okay. 
Well, you get to go first. What's your number five? Um, I feel like this goes into that sort of obvious uh, sort of one. Um, and I, I grew up in the 90s, so of course this would be one of them. Um, number oh, five would baby. be... I'm a baby. Um, <laughs> I'm just a baby. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, my number five would be All Dogs Go to Heaven. Mm. So good. Oh. It's, I rewatched it recently and uh, literally, first off, Burt Reynolds as uh, Charlie, mm-hmm. which I kind of loved the entire time. And Charlie reminds me of my own dog a bit Aww. because they're both German Shepherds. Um, but also how awful of a character he was throughout the <laughs> entire movie yeah. until the love of a little girl melted his awful stone heart. <laughs> right. <laughs> Poor German Shepherds. They get such a bad rap. Oh, 100%. But they can be scary, I will say. <laughs> I love Mine that movie. Tends, right. Mine tends to be a bit more scared than scary. Mm. We always sort of joke that I'm his emotional support animal. <laughs> we have a friend um, that has it. So they have three dogs and what they have a German Shepherd and they adopted him. And he's so like, it took me forever to get him to even come near me. And so they go out of town a lot. So we'll go over and take care of their dogs. And I'm always like, I am always scared that he's going to attack me. Like I got attacked by a dog as a kid. So I'm always like, I'll probably die petting something I shouldn't. But also I, I have the awareness to know when a dog doesn't like me. It took me like a year to get him to even come near me. And the first time he let me pet him, I was just like, because <laughs> he's I, very, he's scary. But I, it's because. He's protective, I guess. Right. And I mean, I, he will bark at anybody he does not know, mm-hmm. but spend like a week with him, spend like a month, like mm-hmm. actually being around him. The moment he sees you, it is a different dog. He is just wagging his tail and being like, oh my gosh, I love you so much. <laughs> yeah. My dog is not like that for anybody except me and my husband and my daughter. And everybody else, it's just, he's very, he's really, he will never hurt you. Like he, Mm -hmm. you can literally sit there and do anything you want to him, except for like really, really antagonize him. And he'll just sit there all pitiful, but he barks at everyone. He doesn't know. He's like, who are you? Why are you in my house? (laughs) Right. Man. Yeah. All dogs go to heaven is a really good one. It made my long list. It did not make my top five again. Cause I was like, that one's a given for me. There's a few right. that are just like, I'm always going to, they're going to be my go-tos. And so I was like, let me talk about a few that maybe aren't as popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great choice. Oh, Thank you. that makes me cry. <laughs> That's another thing is a lot of these. Okay. Really only my number five makes me like ugly cry. There's one other one that makes me teary eyed, but get the ugly cry one out of the way. Right. Um, it is not old yeller. <laughs> um my number five is the art of racing in the rain I was looking I have not seen that it's so good I was looking up dog movies and going through the ones that I've seen to make my long list um and I saw that and it looked definitely interesting yeah I recommend it it's 
it's sort of like you know those movies like a dog's journey or a dog's purpose but it's not Mm -hmm. like it's not as um faith-based I guess like those kind of are but it's still the the same kind of the dog is narrating the movie and um so this one Kevin Costner narrates as the dog and so the beginning of the movie is the dog at the end of his life and he knows he's about to die and he goes back and just narrates his whole story so pretty much the whole movie is the dog narrating with obviously you know his owner is this race car driver and I don't want to ruin it for you so I won't let's just say the dog's there for a lot of shit that goes down and then you know he obviously I mean he dies because you know at the beginning he's going to die so that's not a spoiler but um it's really good it's really heartfelt you know you really root for the main character Denny Milo I can never say his name Vinton Vinton, the guy from this is us (laughs) I can never say his name I'm trying to think Milo Ventimiglia Meekly, I don't know how to say it. He was, uh, he's, he's, Italian he's Jack on This Is Us. Yeah. But yeah. He's, he's also, I watched Heroes. He was in Heroes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, he's, yeah, really I know good who you're talking this. about. Um, Amanda Seyfried is in it. She's really good in it. But yeah, it just, Enzo is the best dog. Like, I just, I wanted him so bad. Like, oh, good boy. Okay. You have to watch it. I won't spoil anything. I, I will put it on my list to watch because uh, I like I had seen it. I had seen the the poster for it. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that looks really good. I kind of want to watch that. It was good. Um, I watched I'm, it on a plane and I was ugly crying. <laughs> I'm in it for the the sappy, sad movies sometimes. Yeah. It, and I, I cry a lot. Like <laughs> there was one time. So I watched. Oh, what is it called? it's based on a true story and it's one of those like you know faith-based movies like god is real or whatever but it has chrissy Metz mm-hmm. from uh, this is us and her son falls into some ice in a pond and he's in a coma for a while what i is know what called? you're talking about um anyway i'm watching this movie on a plane and i am like sobbing and the flight attendant comes over and asks why she's like is she okay he's like yeah she's just watching a movie and i'm like oh, oh my god <laughs> And I'm not even into like those kind of movies that much, but I just like, I'll watch it. I'm on a plane. It was really good. But yeah, you got to be prepared to have tissues. And I love Josh Lucas. He's so hot. I've seen some of the best movies on planes though. So there we yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> I watched Mike and Dave need wedding dates on a plane and I had to turn <laughs> it off because I was laughing so loud. <laughs> My husband was like, you're really, really loud. And I was like, okay. All right. Well, yeah, watch it and let me know what you think, but bring tissues. Will do, will do. Okay, what do you have for number four? Well, speaking of tissues, I had to, I had to put a sappy cry movie on there. I had to because Old Yeller. Let's face it, it is not Old Yeller. Okay. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I don't think I necessarily have patience for like, you know, a movie from the was it sixties something like that. Yeah. I know it was like sepia sort of color tone throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, very. Um, although I did read Old Yeller. I did too. I don't actually think I watched the movie. I think I just read the book. <laughs> right. Um, but I had to go with Marley and Me. Um, mm. Mainly yeah. because I have, I swear, I have wanted to like 
absolutely tossed my dog out in the rain before. Like just had them have a bad day. Yeah. Just the worst day. But you pull them back in and you're just like, I think there's there's a meme or a sort of sound on TikTok where it's like, when you're gone, it's going to kill me. Like it's yeah. going to absolutely destroy me. I'm going to be wrecked. I'm going to mm-hmm. be, I'm going to be gone. And I 100% feel that from my dogs. And mm-hmm. so I definitely relate to Marley and me in that sense. Yeah. And, and the art of racing in the rain is very similar to Marlene. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, and that's on my long list too. And I chose the other one instead of Marley and me, but I, I am totally with you. I mean, when he is just like laying with her, when she loses her baby, and I'm just like, it, cause they know, they really do. They know when you're going through shit and it's just like, they have this sense. They may not know what it is, but you know. I had a miscarriage and my dog was just like, you know, on me more than he normally is, which is, you know, they're cuddly anyway, but it's just like, they know, and they know to be there for you. And it's just so like, like, yeah, you peed on my shoes, but (laughs) I can't be mad at you. (laughs) We, I, I will have, and I always tell my partner this, anytime one of the dogs really upsets me, I'll step away and I'll come back later and be like, let's have a chat. We're going to sit down. We're going to have a chat. I'm going to talk with you. You may not understand anything I'm saying, but you'll get the sentiment that I love you and I forgive you. You're shit sometimes, but you're still my dog. And, you know, but also like sometimes we got to cry. Yeah. Especially in this day and age, like sometimes you just need to. A good cry we'll we'll pick a movie specifically if we've had a really just dreadful day Mm -hmm. awful day just to cry it out that's a good one my go-to is usually titanic or selena i'm guaranteed to cry Mm. every single time but yeah and barley and me would also be a good one right my baby he goes out to the tree and he just ah! okay (laughs) it's tragic tragic it really is and and it's so weird because anytime I can't find one of my animals that is my first thought I'm like did they go find somewhere to hide so they could die and then I'm like searching the whole house and I'm like and especially now that my cat is sick I'm like where is she where is she where is she (laughs) oh fully checking the closets always everywhere dark and cold I'm just like yeah I do the same they just pop out from somewhere and they're like hey you (laughs) asked Oh, sorry, I was asleep in the other room. (laughs) Don't mind me, I was peeing on your shoe, and now I'm cuddling. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that's a good choice. Did not make my top five, but on my list is, my long list as well. Very good one. Um, I tried not to do any more. Well, like I said, I have one that kind of makes you teary-eyed, but the rest, I was like, no more super tear-jerkers. So, my number four is kind of a weird one, but I'm still going to call this a pet because it is what he is it's ratatouille i love that movie so much and yes he's a rat but he's also this guy's pet he's living in his hat teaching him how to be a chef and you know the whole movie is like this love letter to paris and food and just all this stuff and it's all from a rat like i i I do love his sort of like 
a description of eating where he's like taking multiple things and eating them together and it's literally like fireworks and I don't know I feel like let's face it if I could strive to be like any chef it would be Remy from Ratatouille yeah I'd mix him in a little Gordon Ramsay and then I'd be like I really just want a little bit of angst yeah I just want to meet Gordon Ramsay and you know take him back to my boudoir wait did I say that out loud no. <laughs> I just um, want him to yell at me. Yeah, right? What are you, an idiot sandwich? Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> but no, I love Remy, and that movie is so cute, and it's so fun, and, you know, I like that he's, like, helping this kid who takes out the garbage, and all of a sudden he's the best chef in Paris, and it's all because of a little rat that, you know, is hanging out with him, so. Right. Yeah. I just wanted to talk about that movie anyway, so. No, I know we don't normally keep rats as pets, but. I mean, honestly, I've heard they're really good pets, but I know I could never have one. No. Just because the, the tail no. is really gross and Ooh. like, also my mom would never come to our house um, because of yeah. it. Because like my mom is the type to jump on a chair. Me too. And, and just scream. Well, and I read um, 1984 too many times mm. to the the whole thing thinking about rats and I, yeah, no, can't do it. Right. Rats and, and roaches are my thing. Like, no, and spiders. Just get away from me. I can't do spiders. I cannot do spiders. I think it's because I'm a, so my brother had an allergic reaction when he was a little kid. He got bit. Mm. And so he puffed up and my parents would always tell us that story. So I'm sitting here thinking, oh my God, if I ever get bit, I'm going to puff up and die. Right. You're like, that spider could kill me. That's a good reason to make your partner kill the spiders. That spider could kill me. Get away from me. I love him, but he's worthless. I was like, okay, get one of those bug spray things that shoots from like five feet away. You're like, Like if there is a roach. I'm I'm the one having to take care of it. I also, I grew up in my early childhood very poor and we lived in a lot of places that had roaches. And so I think it's like a trigger mm-hmm. for me of like, the, like, ugh, I just can't. Okay, anyway. Woo, all right. <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. Um, what's your number three? Um, my number three, and uh, my partner will love this, is Lilo and Stitch. <gasps> oh. Um, I just, I, I love the whole premise of like this little, like literally five-year-old girl ending up dragging an alien out of a dog shelter and being like, (laughs) this is my dog. This is just it. That's Um, true. But also just like the whole storyline of her sister having to take care of her after their parents Mm -hmm. died and all that stuff. It's just so heartfelt and sweet and although we can talk for days about how Lilo is kind of not the best kid in the world um or at least I know my dad would go on and on and on (laughs) um but I don't know I think I think there's something about becoming better by helping someone else become better too yeah for sure I didn't even really think of that but I, like, I honestly didn't think of that movie, but that's a really good choice. I love that movie. 
I, I kind of had to think of it because my, my partner uh, is a big, big, big Lilo and Stitch fan. Nice. A lot of people are. I mean, and I think it's really cute. I haven't. Oh, that's adorable. He's got the hat going. That's super. That's a really pretty hat, too. Disney. Like they don't make it anymore, though. So, you know. Well, see, yeah. it's, a collect- it's a collector's <laughs> item. <laughs> right. I haven't seen that in so long. I mean, I remember that I really liked it. Um, my daughter really liked it too. So I'm like, maybe I need to go back and watch that. Um, whenever, funny sort of tangent story, whenever I was in high school, uh, I was in choir and we would do spring trip where we would go either to somewhere close or somewhere far away, depending on the year. And one year we went to Disneyland. And mm. so they always try to throw in something to do with choir. I was in band mm-hmm. too, so they would do the same thing. And we ended up singing with one of the sort of orchestra directors for Disney. We were singing with him and we were singing Lilo and Stitch songs. <laughs> which That's awesome. Gotta love white people from the South all trying to sing their best Hawaiian, like Ooh. it did not it did not go well. That sounds cringy, and, actually. <laughs> and he was awful. Like the director was so mean the entire time, and I just remember leaving after an hour of half, an hour and a half of just being chastised by this guy. And our choir director pulls this out, and she's like, "Yeah, he was a dick." <laughs> Yes. Best teacher ever. <laughs> she really was. She she was fantastic. Yeah, I was in drama and our drama teacher was a dick and she was a she. She was still a dick, but she was good at what she did, but she was not very nice. I always like was always scared of her. I'm like, just don't let me disappoint her. Shit. <laughs> that tends to run in high school yeah. theater teachers. True. I mean, you know, you're a product of what they're trying to do I get it and I can't sing either so I never had a lot of great parts which always sucked like that's the one thing in the whole world I wish I had like I don't need to lose I mean I do need to lose weight but if I were to wish for something it wouldn't be to lose 50 pounds or you know be younger this it would be to have a good singing voice please just somebody give me the ability to sing but no it's like you're banging a bag of cats against the wall (laughs) I'll just continue to torture my car. Oh, me too. And my shower and my animals when I'm home alone. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's this meme. I'm, I don't know if you've probably seen it, but it's like people, people who say musicals are unrealistic because nobody just suddenly breaks into song has never been to my house. <laughs> like <laughs> that's true. Fully, fully Very same true. here. 100%. <laughs> if you come to my house, there's a, 99% chance you're going to hear me sing before you leave. So Right. <laughs> okay. So I don't even know. I, I'm trying to figure out how far apart we are in age. I'm going to guess about 10 to 12 years. But I also grew up in the 90s, but I was a teenager in the 90s. Were you a small child in the 90s? I was a small child in the 90s. Okay. Yeah. Do you just want to tell me how old you are? Can I ask I'm you that? I'm 28. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say how old I am, but I'm 
significantly older than you. I mean, um, at the end of the day, I'm I think 43. We're still, I don't care. <laughs> I think we're still technically both millennials. No, I'm I'm Gen X. Oh, or is like the bottom of Gen X. Yeah, I'm like the the Gen Xers that don't give a fuck about shit. I don't know shit about fuck. That's me. I mean, at least you're closer Gen yeah. X to to millennials than yeah. to baby boomers because yeah for real uh, those gen those gen xers aren't much better yeah no we're and my friend and i jen who's on the podcast sometimes we were talking about how like we're gonna be the coolest grandparents ever because we were already talking about how and and i know people probably say this but i know me at my age i am like exponentially cooler than my mom was at this age and it's just oh, a different fully. generation. Like we're just so much more laid back and just like, you know, into stuff. Whereas my mom didn't give two shits about what I was listening to on the radio or watching on TV or, you know, whatever. She was just like, go do your thing and don't bother me. Cause that's just how their generation kind of was. Right. I mean, I will say growing up in the eighties was like, it was legit I'm telling you, it was like free reign of the whole world. <laughs> I mean, out of all of the decades that I wish I could live in, 80s is, like, up there. Because just, I mean, even just the music. Yeah. I would just, like, I would spend all my time at concerts. That's it. Oh, yeah. Nothing else. For real. I was too young for that, but I would have to. Right. Yeah. The the 80s were just like, you know what? Go out and ride your bike. Don't get kidnapped or killed. Come home before the streetlights come on. That was it. You just did whatever you wanted. Well, and I mean, I'm sure you've seen Stranger Things. Oh God, on Netflix. Stranger Things. Yes. Literally, just an ode to the '80s and yeah. '80s horror and adventure films. Yeah. Which is just, I live off Goonies. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And as much as I love the '80s, though, I honestly would say I feel like, as a human race, the '90s was our best decade ever. Like mm, I will yeah. die on that hill that the nineties was just the fucking best. Like it's all the color block shirts and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> and like hyper color and like and you had grunge and hip hop and pop and you just had all I mean you had Doc Martens and like I don't know. It's like really when all the Barbies started to explode too, where it's like mm-hmm. there was every single type of Barbie. Yeah. Under the sun. We used to call my sister uh the space under her bed a Barbie museum just because they would end up down there and then just never come out. I had a friend I graduated with. So I graduated in 97 and her entire room was just floating shelves filled with Barbies. And I was just, and they were all in their boxes. And I was like, okay. But honestly, I wish I still had my peaches and cream Barbie, like in a box. Like you can't, they, they haven't made that since like the early nineties and you can't even find it, but it was the most beautiful. Oh God. She was so beautiful. Oh, anyway. and that's a cute color combination so there we go yeah the the bodice was like oh crap it was like strapless and it was like white sequined and then you had like the light flowy peach and then like little puffy sleeves and then like this long flowy oh my god she was gorgeous okay <laughs> <laughs> that was my i that was my favorite barbie i should have kept her you're All talking right. to a drag queen so i can appreciate the passion yeah she was fabulous um simplistic but fabulous like for real I do have Elvis and Priscilla Barbies. They have never, it's them on their wedding day, never come out of the box. 
I want to play with them real bad. <laughs> I want to take out the them wedding. out and like, I do. I want to take them out and stage the wedding. And but you know, they're worth so much more money in the box. Right. Right. They're so pretty. Okay. Uh, we do have a top five to talk about, right? Are we? We're on my number three, right? Your yes. number three, yes. I think I started this conversation because my movie is from the eighties. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's from nineteen eighty nine, and it's Turner and Hooch. I know of it. I have not watched it. Okay, so it's Tom Hanks. He's a detective. Oh, I hear the doggy. He is scratching um, his neck so hard, dude. It's because it's Thank Texas you. and everything itches. Um, so it. Tom Hanks is like this uptight detective, like super OCD, like, you know, is you, they show him like trimming his nose hairs real closely and just like all this, like he's super, super whatever. So he's a detective. His friend gets murdered and he has to take on his dog, which is like this giant. I think he's like a like some kind of mastiff, like he's just huge with like these right. jowls that just drip saliva. Um, and obviously this dog just turns his life upside down, like tears up everything is just like a nightmare he doesn't know what to do with him full cujo yeah but in a sweet way i mean he's a sweet boy he's just cute cold yeah cute cujo there we go drools on everything he tears everything up and then about halfway through the movie um he realizes that the dog knows who the killer is they like randomly stumble upon this guy and the dog goes after him so then now he's like really invested and then he falls in love with the veterinarian and it's all a cute story, but the dog helps him solve the murder. But it's just a very cute, like, like, for example, I have a Chihuahua. So when we got a dog, my husband was like, no yappy dogs. I don't want a little yappy dog. Well, my daughter picked him out and she was like, he needs us. And I was like, we can't, I mean, we have to, because I did the same thing when I was her age or close to it. And that's how we got our family dog. I was like, he, she needs us. Anyway, fast forward, this little Chihuahua and my husband are BFFs. (laughs) And that's kind of how Turner and Hooch is, you know, it's just like, at first he hates him and then he grows to love him. And then, you know, so it's. I feel like that's sort of the, the standard for uh, men who don't want dogs. They end up falling in love with the dog that's got. Right. And it's like, okay, mister, I didn't want the dog and the dog's over there cuddling with you all the time. (laughs) Luckily, Jack, that's my dog. He's not too yappy. He didn't bark for like the first two months he lived with us. Like he was abused. So he was real scared and like skittish. And he only barks. He doesn't bark a lot, but yeah. Like, aren't you glad we got him? Of course. Right. Sweet boy. So Turner and Hooch. My list too. 80s but i would say watch it. it's really funny and heartfelt but it's it's funny I, mean, I live for literally anything that tom hanks is in right uh, just because it's tom hanks god i He's adore genuinely him just like a great actor and just a good person right which nowadays is right those aren't synonymous um yeah. and like oh i'm thinking of big with the dog I mean, it's kind of like drag. Have, have time. you seen Dragnet? Hmm? Probably because Dragnet's even older. Um, not. Well, Dragnet is based off a TV series, which was before my time, but it's Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd, and they're 
cops and whatever. It's really stupid and funny, but it's kind of like Dragnet, but with a dog. <laughs> I mean, it's a buddy cop movie, but it's a cop and a dog, you know? So it's right. cute. I would watch it if I were you. I mean, I will watch it because I like it. <laughs> this, like, because they just released, uh, was it Dog with Channing Tatum? Mm-hmm. I want to see that. I want to see it too, but it's definitely because let's face it, they they sort of revamp old stories into new stories. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that's not too dissimilar. Uh, I mean, maybe yeah. story-wise, it probably is as far as like not hunting down a murderer. But yeah, um, <laughs> as far as like someone taking care of their right dead friend's dog. That's true. I didn't think about that. It's kind of like a remade Turner and Hooch. Hmm. Apparently Turner and Hooch is becoming a series too. I I heard about that, oh. but I haven't. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I guess it could be cute, but yeah. As long as it's cute. There we go. But it's it's Tom Hanks at his Tom Hanks finest. Like he's, you know, right. he's very much him, his quirky self, like the OCD and just it's it's really cute. So definitely recommend it. Again, watch it and tell me what you think. Will do. Nobody ever does that. I tell people all the time when they haven't seen, I'm like, watch that movie and report back to me. And nobody ever does. Like, I want to know if you liked my movie recommendation. So. Well, and here's the thing. (laughs) Here's the thing. I know of both movies. Right. I definitely wanted to watch them prior to this conversation. So your uh, recommendation just sort of adds to that. There we go. Okay, good. Even more motivation. So it's fair to say you'll probably like it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm getting a little nervous. I'm not sure we're going to have any in common. I think my number two is the only one that we might have. So what's your number two? I don't know. My number two is kind of uh, out there. Um, Okay. But I live for comedies. Um, And uh, I had to choose best in show <gasps> oh yes <laughs> okay when I tell you it was like painful for me to leave best in show off my top five it was painful it almost replaced ratatouille so I am a hundred percent with you the only reason I didn't and I was like I was like well I guess it's more about the humans than it is about the animals but I, you know what I'm with you I approve this message. I'm just saying those dogs, every single dog in that movie deserved a freaking Oscar for, yeah. <laughs> for having to deal with uh, those Kimberly. people. And I'm like, but they're hysterical. Uh, and mm-hmm. I mean, look, look what they've made now with like Shit's Creek. Um, right. Which is Creek. beyond hysterical and heartfelt. Right. Um, yeah. Or I mean, really, any of the movies that came from uh, that group. I mean, Waiting for Guffman. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, all of them. Well, are and so even good. what is his name? Um, he was in Pitch Perfect and Bad Teacher. And he always plays that sort of same character, although in Pitch Perfect he's a little different. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of his name too. He's so dry and just like quirky. And matter of fact. Yes. Yes. 
I'm going to search his name. Does it really matter? Soon you'll be, you're just a woman. Soon you'll just be pregnant and it won't matter. It's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And and, um, what's her name? And Pitch Perfect and both of, oh my God, they are just amazing. It's like, crack a book, John. (laughs) But yeah. Well, you're a misogynist at heart. So Yes. you're just women (laughs) and this is why you don't send women to college (laughs) (laughs) it's just Uh, so it's so awful and so funny and those movies I mean even even today they hold up mm -hmm. um because I love watching those movies yeah they just best show is a gem it's like one of those like for my generation it's like the clue for my generation yes it's so underrated that people don't but it's like this cult following now because it's so fucking funny like it's just so good I think that's the hardest part about loving it so much is there are so few people from my generation who have actually seen any of those movies that whenever I bring it up they're like Hmm. what I don't I don't know what that is and I'm just like (laughs) You are missing out. It's Educate so yourself. hysterical. Yeah. It's hysterical. Literally him just naming all the different types of beans. <laughs> like, <laughs> or nuts. Nuts. It's just. Yeah. Nuts uh, I haven't. I almost rewatched it today, actually. So I was like, I'm not going to put it in my top five, but maybe I should just watch it again. I think so it was I need nuts, to watch it again. but it's just literally so so stupid and so funny and such a good movie oh my god okay i'm definitely gonna watch it at least this weekend um yeah that's just one of those movies that it's like if you've seen it you love it and you know how Mm -hmm. incredible it is and i need to start talking about that like i talk about clue because clue is like one of my favorite movies of all time i mean like flames flames on the side of my side of my face like breathing, and that was ad libbed. Like really, heaving, breathless. <laughs> I hated her so much. <laughs> I'm I'm very happy that you've seen Clue. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's just one of those things. It took a while for it to become a big thing. But I feel like Best in Show is like that too. But just doesn't get right. as much. Yeah, a lot of people haven't seen it. People, if you haven't seen Best in Show, go watch it. You will not be sorry. I mean, go it's about watch dog Best shows. In show. Go watch Waiting for Guffman. Yes. Go watch A Mighty Wind. Like I, I haven't seen that. Those. One. I've it's, heard of it, but I haven't seen it. I would say it's not as good as Best in Show and Waiting for Guffman, but it it is still from that same group. Like same. Okay, I gotcha. Yes. So like yeah. same kind of humor. Okay, I'm with you. I'll write it down. Okay. Um. I don't think we're going to have any in common. There's no way your number one's the same as mine. I I would highly doubt it. Uh, My number two is The Secret Life of Pets. I almost put that on my list. (laughs) Um, You know, it really didn't get good reviews, but I don't really care about that. I I mean, they had me at the trailer with the little weenie dog under the mixer, like scratching his back and like, who doesn't want to know what your pets are doing while you're not home or like what they're thinking about? And obviously it's fiction, but it was just still so cute. And then you've got the whole jealousy of like, you know, Max and Duke and 
they're not getting along. And I love Eric Stone Street. Like he's such a good job. Um, as being, I, like just so good. I live for that movie. I live for their adventure and their journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and Duke sort of like finding out what's actually going on, which mm-hmm. is so sad. Honestly, if anything made me tear up a little bit. Yeah. Um, it was that, but uh, I just love it. I love it it's because so honestly, I feel like it's not too dissimilar from my dog and my mm-hmm. partner's dog. Um, just because my dog is the older dog who had to deal with someone who was rambunctious and wild (laughs) and crazy and kept biting at his fucking ankles um (laughs) and now they're the same size and he still does that (laughs) oh but we go to a dog park if if my partner's dog he is all bark no bite if he gets mm-hmm. stuck in a corner, my dog is running over being like, hey, what's happening? <laughs> Can what's I help you? What's going on, guys? <laughs> what you doing to my brother? <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those, you know, it's a, it's a cute, obviously non-realistic. We don't know what our animals are thinking. But I think if we did know, it would be pretty close, you know. And it, it's just a, it's a fun imaginary world to be in where you can be on the other side and think about what all of our animals are doing and thinking, you know, you've got that fancy poodle rocking out to like Marilyn Manson or whatever, like, come on, like, that's amazing. (laughs) Um, It's one of those, it's one of those animated movies that I like more than my kid likes. Um, And we have like a handful of those, like I'll watch it if it's on Um, mega mind. I will watch it if it's on every time. (laughs) It's one of my favorites. Um, despicable me like oh my giant blue head like we we say olo at least once a week olo it's hello (laughs) whenever i was in shul (laughs) the spiders knew arachnus deficus so yeah it's just you know when there's when you have a kid and you got to watch all the kids movies and they're a lot i mean they're pretty cool now but there are definitely some that i'm like like my husband and I, she's not here. She didn't even like it. I'm like, let's watch Mega Mind. Okay. Right. Well, let's watch Despicable Me. Okay. <laughs> oh, so. I mean, fully we cried to Encanto. Mm-hmm. Um, so good. Absolutely sobbed to it. Um, so I, I live for cartoons. Nothing I, wrong like, with that. I am one. I am kids of all ages. Exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm a, a Disney adult, if you want to <laughs> label right. me. So, you know, I, I tell people this all the time. I'm lobbying for Disney to do an adults only day so we don't have to deal with the ankle biters and we can still enjoy all the stuff, but they're not doing it. They don't listen to me. I kick it's them okay. out of the pool. It's fine. Yeah. You'll, you'll still make your money. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> for, for You may actually make more money on adults buying alcohol because there's no kids exactly like i just want to yeah i just want to go and not have to deal with them and i know that's mean i love children i have a child like i'm not saying children are terrible i mean we were once children it's fine but can i just can't an adult joy a ride in the teacups with a cotton candy and a slur a slushy anymore without kids like without worrying about a kid getting nauseous and getting sick because you're spinning too fast 
Can I wear my princess crown and take a picture with Mickey Mouse without some kid trying to cut in front of me because he's only five. I don't care. Here's the thing. If I want fairy glitter, if I want fairy dust, I'm going to go get some damn fairy dust. Exactly. Don't get in my way. (laughs) Maybe someday. Okay. There's no way you have my number one. What's yours? Probably not. Probably not. Um, That's okay. Which is, you know, that is okay because I feel like I've added to my uh, to watch list, which exactly. I absolutely love. I love I love movies. Um, Me too. But I, it's funny because I heard uh, a recent thing talking about the golden age of Disney movies and how it was like Beauty and the Beast, uh, Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. Aladdin etc and i'm like mm, is it my gold that was not my golden age like i very much I can appreciate all those movies but i cannot get past all the movies beforehand especially and my number one being oliver and company oh so close i'm totally with you not mine but yeah amazing love that movie I absolutely adore Oliver and Company. Probably the only movie starring a cat Mm -hmm. that I really actually genuinely enjoy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What about Aristocats? I I enjoy Aristocats. I enjoy Aristocats, but it's still like, yeah, it's 101 Dalmatians with cats. True. Um, Oh, such a good one. Oliver and Company and it has that whole sort of same vibe of like rescuers and rescuers Mm -hmm. down under where fully these animals are involved with some really really dark illegal stuff Mm -hmm. gotta gotta love the late 80s early 90s (laughs) when they did not shy away from full-on adults smoking in children's faces right like puffing a cigar there we go and now it's like no that that animal said crap we can't show this to our kids oh my gosh and i like i grew up watching that i love that movie so much so good um i did a drag look to it which i love i'll send you a picture of it okay i was like Um, i'm trying to picture it yeah send me it's it's very um Pup fierce meets like Greece, very like Sandy Ooh. from Greece, kind okay. of big hair, but with like a dog sort of look. Okay, it's I can picture cute. it. Um, That's so awesome! And yeah, I can't. I didn't even think of that one. I can't believe I didn't think of that because I love that movie. I like slap myself, and I live for musicals. Mm-hmm. and me too like that one is a good 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 musical especially mm-hmm. um the poodle and i'm trying to remember her name which is awful i don't me, remember it's my number one and i can't remember that's her name. okay but literally nobody cares her, her entire musical intro number is just <laughs> she is literally the most narcissistic animal in the <laughs> world and living in this dream world where she's fully a queen mm-hmm. where everyone just serves her 
That's my dream world. Right. Um, but like her ending up being loved by the sort of like, uh, you know, Taco Bell Chihuahua dog. that's just fawning on her the entire time she's living for it it's so cute i'm gonna go back and watch that again i haven't seen it in so long but i can't believe i think of that i'm so mad at myself that is a very good one um man good choice i'm impressed i like it i'm i'm excited to hear your number one though okay well my number one is from the actual golden age of disney movies and i was excited for a second because i thought it was going to be your pick but you did not go back far enough (laughs) uh i'm going all the way back to 1955 sir okay lady and the tramp lady and the tramp it's on my long list it It is on my long list in my top five favorite Disney movies of all time. I can't tell you how many times I've seen it. I I love the story. I love, you know, the spoiled cocker spaniel and this, you know, ragtag mutt and falling in love. And, you know, the supporting characters are just so cute. The little uh, schnauzer. Uh, is he a schnauzer right. or a York? I think he's a schnauzer. I think and he's a schnauzer, the, yeah. And you got the big bloodhound and it's just, you know. Those evil Siamese cats. Oh my gosh. I literally, I think when I was like just a kid, I fully, we are Siamese, if you please. If you please. Like fully was stuck in my head. Constantly. It's stuck in my head right now. <laughs> we are Siamese, if you please. <laughs> we are Siamese, if you don't please. Yeah, that song is a total earworm. Um, and that's another movie where you get like a lot of dark stuff. Like you get, you know, you don't realize how dark it is with the, Mm -hmm. you know, the, like the aunt or whoever babysitting the baby and like kicks her out into the yard and the rain and, and all the dogs being put in the, you know, in the cages in the shelter and they're all singing their sad songs. I always cry when that, that, uh, little hound dog is like, okay i need to stop but i get sad (laughs) and then you know they the cats try to attack the baby and blame it on the dog like that's some dark shit for 1955 disney (laughs) but honestly if anything made me not like cats as a kid like Mm -hmm. at least subconsciously fully lady in the tramp same fully just because they were so conniving they were such brilliant brilliant evil villains yes with zero remorse and who saw that coming like (laughs) the the villain in the movie is a couple of cats (laughs) but also shocker when i was like 13 i had two like um ceramic statues of siamese cats but they were like marble like they were like shimmery so they weren't like Mm. those cats but I was like, I don't even know why I had those. I think they were a gift. I think my grandma got them for me, but I was like, I would always sing that song in my head. But yeah, Lady Lady and the Tramp is just, it has a soft spot in my heart and it's something I've loved since I was a child. So question, have you seen the new one or like the live action? I haven't. I want to because here's the thing. Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin, the live action ones, I really enjoyed. Aladdin I saw twice in the theater like I really really liked it Lion mm-hmm. King one I didn't really like so 
Lady and the Tramp, I was scared, was going to ruin it for me, so I haven't watched it yet. I, so, funny enough, uh, I loved Beauty and the Beast, the live-action remake, and and obviously the cartoon. Like, mm-hmm. Favorite Disney princess, Belle, she's smart, she's, like, mm-hmm. well-read, like, all that yeah. jazz. Get away um, from me, Gaston. <laughs> like, fully, yes. we don't need a man. Mm-hmm. Um... I loved her so much. Honestly, I liked Aladdin, but I felt like they kind of cut Jafar a bit. Like, he just, he wasn't as menacing. True. Or as, like, thoughtful as I wanted him to be. He was also extremely sexy, which is not Jafar-like. I was like, why am I attracted to this villain? Like, stop it. Stop it. I mean, if you're gonna be a hot (laughs) Jafar, at least turn into a giant cobra. Yeah, like, like, stop making me attracted to the bad guy. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I I won't kick Jafar out of bed. If you don't want him, I'll take him. No, I I mean, I'm with you. Um, I don't know. I I still really enjoyed it, but yeah, I see what you're saying. I I think, though, I did enjoy sort of this, the I mean, if nothing else, the nostalgia of Lion King, mm-hmm. um, just because, and I, this has always been a personal tradition of mine. Anytime I moved into a new place, the first thing I would set up is my TV stand and a and my TV and my Xbox and put in Lion King and just let yeah. Lion King play while I'm unboxing everything. I don't know That's why, a good one. but it just started. And yeah. so I have a very, very warm spark in my heart for Lion King. Oh my goodness, I can't talk. (laughs) I have a very warm spot in my heart for Lion King. Um, See, I do too, and I think that's why it kind of fell short for me. hmm. But, but I, I mean, I wasn't terrible, but I just didn't. Aladdin set the bar high for me, and so did Beauty and the Beast. Right. Um, Also, Beyonce, girl, I love you. You're an amazing singer and performer. I just, I can't with her as an actress. Yeah, yeah. Dream Girls was fine, but everything else I've seen her or heard her, she just, she does too much. Like, I feel like she overdid Nala. And I'm like, I don't know. That's just a personal opinion, but. I think, I think as a singer, and I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I am not a professional singer. I sing in the car. Um, <laughs> I think as a singer, it's kind of hard to get away from almost yeah. singing your lines mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, you're kind of inflecting too much. Like you're right. putting too much into it. Like so it's just the, a conversation. <laughs> right. The acting is just a bit too intense. Draw back, girl. <laughs> well, but even when, I mean, I don't know if you saw Obsessed, but I can't. I can't get away from her and obsessed with how just over the top her acting is. And I'm like, damn girl, like just stop. <laughs> right. Right. Take a breath. girl. But I love that oh movie. I watch it all the time. It's a guilty pleasure, but still. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're crazy. I show you crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. I love that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, so wait, did you watch the live action lady in the tramp? I did not. My okay. family did. Um, they said they loved it. I, okay. I'm pretty sure, though, it is very much sort of along the same lines as Lion King. Probably. A, nostal- a nostalgia trip, a trip down memory lane for, uh, you know, yeah. those of us that grew up with it. 
um, which I don't hate. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, they didn't have Beyonce in it. So there we go. Yeah. I th- and I think it's harder with a movie about animals. I mean, because obviously it's mostly computer generated and whatever. And so it's right. like, you know, wh- when it's a movie where it's mostly human characters or or something that you can, like the beast, you can dress him up in a, in, you know, whatever. I think it's a little different. Right. I think it's harder when it's animals. So he can, he can emote yeah more effectively and things like that which i know was a big thing with lion king is the fact that they Mm -hmm. were saying all these really intense lines Mm -hmm. fully just lion faces no emotions just like just uh scar stole my kingdom and it's just like Mm -hmm. completely blank face right which I think they could have done more with, but you know, here. it's like it's like a new moon when the wolves are having their telepathy and they're all just like growling and you're hearing all these. Oh my god, it was so cringy. It's like, oh my god, stop it! Oh my god, it was one of the most cringy scenes I've ever seen. I will admit, guilty pleasure. I love those books. I absolutely love those books, but those movies, man. Oof yeah and you know i'm i like the twilight movies i mean i read the books and i know that they're silly but i'll still watch them i mean i don't care right but but also so there's this guy on tiktok are you on tiktok a lot or uh i mean yeah i i I, like watch this so there's have you seen the guy where um they're like his they'll be playing a movie and his wife will pause it and he'll get up and he just like starts talking uh, just like making fun of it so they've been doing um uh breaking dawn where renesme is born and he keeps doing like these different segments like you imprinted on my daughter and i'm like she's so terrible i'll i'll just send you one and then you can check but this guy is hilarious he, he gets up with his drink and he's like what the fuck is happening right now like this wolf is trying to like kill her baby or like i don't know how to explain it but they've done a bunch of different movies where he just gets up and like makes the she'll pause it he just gets up and makes fun of it and i'm like he's not wrong (laughs) i am i hate to say i am fully that kind of person uh, at least in some sense with some of the stuff that my partner watches i just like there's sometimes i just gotta be like wow these people really need to stop dating each other. Like, like, does he watch like Lifetime movies? Like that kind of thing that you're like, or what? Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, magicians. He really loves magicians. Um, sort of like adult Harry Potter. Is it like a TV show yes. or a movie? Yeah, it was a TV show. Or, okay. Well, TV I show. love magic. <laughs> it's, it is a very, don't get me wrong. It is a very, very fun show. It is very different from like from like harry potter or anything like that um and it is enjoyable but (laughs) those people need serious therapy okay is it worse than gray's anatomy with like the the almost incestuous dating that goes on uh like, I want to see a diagram of Grey's Anatomy <laughs> characters and how many people have actually slept with each other vicariously through sleeping with oh, other people. fully. I feel fully, like fully. that would be, like, could you imagine a Venn diagram of that? Like, 
blow your mind <laughs> it would be really really intense and i i hate to say i also stand up during gray's anatomy and be like why do people come to this hospital <laughs> so many people die <laughs> like i get they're trying to show like deaths amongst all the hospitals in the world but like yeah can I mean, we live I like in a gray's universe anatomy, yeah right it's like can we live in a universe where all the deaths in hospitals only happen at one hospital right <laughs> just don't come here and you're okay <laughs> jesus yeah i'm with you okay well now i may need to hear more about the movies that your partner watches because i feel like maybe we're on the i don't know i i'm a glutton for cheesy stuff like i watch a lot of the lifetime shit and i'm like oh why am i watching this but okay i'll watch it and oh that was so predictable but it's still just so deliciously cheesy there there is something to say about the cheesy movies that just you know it we are all having hard years the past yeah. few years we all deserve a little bit of just like warm feelings in our heart as cheesy as they may be yeah well I've gotten to the point in my life and I've I've said this before on the show but I just don't give a fuck <laughs> like right. I mean I I am a good person I care about other people's feelings I want to be respectful I love the people around me and I never want to be an asshole but also at the same time I'm tired of like justifying my choices to other people if right. if I'm not harming you and what I'm doing is making me happy. Why do you get to have an opinion about it? Like you don't, I don't care. I mean, you can right. have your opinion, but I don't care. <laughs> like, no, you know. fully 100% agree. It's like, if I'm not hurting anybody, leave me alone. Right. Go do your own thing. Go. Yeah. Worry about something else. Like <laughs> seriously, aren't there enough other things to worry about? I think oh, that's yeah. the thing though. I think, I think that's what's happening more recently is people just being like, I'm done with being judged. Yeah. I'm going to love what I love and you can either enjoy it with me or yeah. hit the road. Like, yeah. Well, I will definitely have you on better left unsaid. Um, sooner I'm rather excited. Than later. Um, so where can people find you? Right. So if you are on Instagram, we are at BL underscore unsaid. We post lots of cute pictures and updates about the podcast or new episodes on Instagram. If you are on Twitter, we are at BL unsaid podcast. Um, if you just want to catch up on new episodes or you want to see me post um, funny comments to different conversations, lots of funny gifts, so many funny gifts. Um, oh, you say GIF. I say GIF. <laughs> Finally, something we disagree on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, really know. So I, I have no clue. Anyway, sorry. Continue. It's a, a giraffe. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, if you um, listen to our podcast and you want to send us an email on themes or you want to share an embarrassing story with us, you can find us um at uh blunsaid.podcast at gmail.com if you listen to us and you want to leave us a bad review just send a one star there don't leave it on our actual um <laughs> sites because that would be really mean and rude yeah um, and if you want to listen to the latest episode you can find it at blunsaid.podbean.com 
And it was a good one. Yes, a little political if, you know, that's not your jam. I get it. But it was a, a really good conversation and very, like, I felt very even killed. So mm-hmm. if you do want to listen to the latest episode, which is actually coming out tomorrow, um, Friday, the 22nd, um, I'm talking to Bruce Nashen, uh, Naxon. I always mispronounce his last name, <laughs> Bruce Naxon. Um, he is a filmmaker, podcaster, writer, actor, etc. extraordinaire, uh, who is the host of the fittest fat kid, you know, and uh, fails, falls, and fuck-ups. Um, he is an excellent orator, and if you want to learn about the weirdest shit in political theater, or Ooh. political theater, not political, uh, community theater, there we go, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that, that was two very different directions. I was directions. like, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to learn about community theater, which is like, let me just say real fucked up, um, go ahead and give that a listen because it is, it gets weird, it gets interesting and it gets, you know, we all live and we love, we all learn. So there we go. Okay. Well, that sounds good. I'll have to check that out. I'm gonna have to go back and listen for some embarrassing stories too. And then I already have a couple teed up in my head for if you have me on. Um, so I'm excited. a walking accident. <laughs> so there's all kinds of embarrassing stories. We if I all don't, are, we just pretend not to be. Uh, I can't even pretend like if I don't drop something, break something or hurt myself, it's not a normal day. One of those three things happen every single day of my life. I don't know what it is. Well, you know, yeah, whatever. I'm still alive. <laughs> well, there you go. Winning. That's all that matters. Well, thank you so much for being here. This was awesome. Um, we did not have any in common, but sorry, people revving their engines outside my window god damn it there are these two people one with a car and one with a motorcycle every (laughs) single night and i'm just like anyway we get them Um, too sometimes so there we go we live we're in a subdivision but we're on a a main corner so right there's accidents all the time somebody drove through my fence it's just like yeah oh my god (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, anyway, what was I saying? Thank you for being here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I've had a little too much wine, apparently. Um, I mean, I'm at three glasses now, so I'm, I'm tipsy and I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. (laughs) (laughs) I have to go to work tomorrow, but hopefully I'll just get to sit back in my little hole and not talk to people. Oh, that's why um, I have another glass full of water next to me too. In a mason jar, which I think is amazing. I was going to ask, is that like moonshine? But it's water. Okay. It was actually a spaghetti mason jar. So if you ever go to Kroger, actually they have them a lot at Kroger. You can buy spaghetti sauce in a mason jar. And I just ended up keeping a bunch of them. Um, and it has the fluid ounce measurements on the side, which oh, nice. I love because I like to count my water yeah exactly like how many ounces of that I need to do that with my wine like okay I need to stop because I have my little <laughs> I have my Podmigos glass but oh I'm God, guessing this that. is like an eight and a half ounce glass but who knows <laughs> I don't feel it to the top I'm not you know trashy but I feel just it pretty below close. the top <laughs> yeah. it's a heavy pour <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, everybody have a great night. Happy weekend. And uh, when life gets tough, just keep sipping. Goodbye. Thank you.